I'm on my way. When you see him, get him alone, all right? We can't have any witnesses. I know what needs to be done. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors, CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Welcome to Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast in Melbourne, in the Pirate Net Studios. I have the pod squad, CJ. Hello. Kate. Happy New Year. Vaya. That's me. I just wanted to do it in order of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, indeed. I've got some laundry going. It should finish up any second. We do this from my house. Have you got a couple of bottles of vodka in the the washing machine? It's kind of like how people put dryer balls. People that have dryers. Well, like, actually, and controversially, you've got your dryer mounted from the ceiling like we do in Australia. <laughs> I don't even have one anymore because I just use the, the air, the outside. But It's very green of you. Has everyone's? Did everyone have a nice break? Yeah. Kate, yeah. Kate you've been at the Anglesey Backpackers? I have and it was great. It was done there for 12 nights. It was beautiful. I'm back home now though, so burglars sucked in. You missed your opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suddenly got really paranoid too. I went to Arthur's seat for a few days. Uh, it looked lovely. How was Arthur? Lo- he's great. Couldn't find the seat. But I did ride the cable car, the Arthur Seat oh, Eagle, yeah. mm-hmm. which I the whole time I was going up and down, I thought, they've got to do a Neighbours up here. They've got to get some Spono, well, sponsored you, content. You rode the new cable car, but you realise why they got rid of the old one. Yeah, it didn't, didn't have a great... It, People got, it, got stuck and hurt. Yeah, it wasn't a great end for the old chairlift, which they've still got out the front. They've got one of the chairs out the front just for the memory of this, the unsafe times yeah. that went before us. <laughs> But I'm like, the whole way up, I'm like, oh, we got to get some neighbours alum stuck up here. The Ramsey Street residents got to go up there. And then oh. a bushfire comes in underneath. Yeah. You send Susan up there with a bottle of, half a bottle of Mount Franklin and you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> She'll get lost. CJ, you had a good break. You went to the country. I have now forgotten the place I went on Christmas Day, but it was... Swan at, Hill, was at, it? No, out of Ballarat. Oh, oh Bunyip? Yep, but not that. Like I'd, se- I'd said it wrong on the last podcast. Okay. But while there... Having um, Christmas lunch, my mother-in-law touted the podcast. Oh, did she? And um, one of the family members piped up. I was on Neighbours. What? Excuse me? Um, just you know, perhaps a speaking extra. What, Featured what, extra. A feature, yeah. So um, he'd had a couple of weeks where he, where he was on. Uh, he was in the cafe a lot and I think perhaps he worked in the cafe. Okay. Oh, if he worked in the cafe. I hope he's the guy who just looked... Like horrendously offended. Remember that that extra who was all like, mm. no, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. But um, he was on Delta's era. <gasps> Delta, and he was in scenes with Delta, and right. that made him happy. And another family member I found out has a lovely Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, whose name is Delta. That's great. Yeah, I actually every now and then think it's a lovely baby name. Yeah, it it's speaks great. to my Greek heritage. No, <laughs> it's up there with Delaney. <laughs> I love Delaney it. Delaney and Dakota and Delta. It's not. Delta's at least a letter of the Greek alphabet. Delaney is a last name and Dakota is a state, half of a state. No, 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 no. It's no any of those names. No. I um, feel I need to meme my face right now because <laughs> it's, it's, it's sceptical at best. And then I went up to Swan Hill and the temperature gauge while I was driving there for our UK audience hit 48 degrees. <sighs> Aussies love a temperature gauge snapshot on social media. It doesn't get to 43 unless I've got a little um, mm. picture of my gauge. Um, unfortunately, my husband would not lean over and take a photo when it got to 48. He, he got it at 47, but he would not take another one, which is, <laughs> I mean, upsetting. And drop I, the ball. Yeah, drop the ball. And, and, and I want to say hi because all of my in-law family said that they would be listening from now on. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, look, you've got to do the grassroots marketing with the family you do. first. Yeah. Some of them live in the UK and they've, they've got to push on for the neighbours. I had my niece staying with me down at the, the beach and I was making her list of, well, sorry, watch neighbours and the amount of ex- like ludicrous explaining I had to do to her was just, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Was she sucked in by the end or was she happy to leave it aside? So my niece has lived overseas for a number of years up until last year and she doesn't know any of the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, that's Toadie's brother. What's Toadie? Oh, like, no. what? And Toadie's I'm, usually the foundation yeah, for a lot of people. Exactly. And then I'm like, well, that's Carl and Susan. What? Who? Yeah, no. Oh, jeez. Your parents, so, so your, her mind your, your get, siblings have really let her down. 
my sister-in-law <laughs> was the only person at my wedding who recognised that I walked down the aisle to suddenly. She's like, that's that song from Neighbours. So like, yeah, Christy, pick up your game. I think we're all learning here that we've got a lot of work to do with our own families mm-hmm. and we've really just forget this online marketing campaign. We've just really got to pick up some phones and do some door knocking with our own relatives. But, but we are preaching to the converted here. Everybody who listens to this has their family saying to them, Oh, his neighbour's still on. Uh, yeah, come on. Everybody knows the pain of that. Yeah. Of course it's still on. It's bloody brilliant. And we do our best to fly the flag. Now, I do have one more thing. Go. I've been watching a lot of Rob Mills' Instagram stories. Oh, they, he's just never not on it. He's never 24/7. not on 24-7. He's painted his apartment with his dad. I was there for all of that. But my son's also watched quite a bit of Rob Mills' Instagram stories. And we all know that Rob Mills, you know, held baby Harold. Yes, Kate's young infant son. Yeah, and he was Uncle Rob for a minute there. Yeah. Anyway, so um, baby Lou leaned over and he went, that's my daddy. <gasps> oh, wow. And I thought, well, well <laughs> this is where your, your in-laws listening. This makes it quite <laughs> awkward now. Yeah, so I decided to take from it. My husband is as as attractive as Rob Mills. Otherwise, we might get a new idea, knocking on the door, <laughs> neighbours scandal. Is he as good on the DIY as well? Or? No, no. Oh. I mean, he would have done the same as Rob Mills and gets his dad over to do it. <laughs> Now, a couple of items. Neighbours Council business. We are online for the People's Vote yet again. It's time to vote for the Australian Podcast Awards. AustralianPodcastAwards.com. Click through the People's Vote until you find Neighbours. And I'll link to it on our social media as well. Neighbours Pod, Twitter and Facebook. Chuck us a vote. I mean, there's some big juggernauts that'll take this out. But it's always nice to see Neighbours represented. Yeah. It's just good for the small fry. Yeah, and it helps people know that Neighbours are still on. Yeah, and that's part of it. Yeah. Guys, if we're not up there, we may just have to turn to true crime. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of One of my favourite keto podcasts has now started a, a true crime keto <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it is so weird. The TV gossip one I listen to has like a – their side one is a talking to murderers podcast. I just can't mm. do it. Like I've considered it because I – you know, why I mean, not? That's where the cash is. But is, I just can't an, do it. Is there an interest for a Neighbours-related true crime? I mean, we, that's what Neighbours is now. It's what, like not a wanting crime? Like Neighbours is true crime. Neighbours is crime mm, at the moment. That's true. And the, the siege coming up is ripped from the headlines, more or less. But I can't – I just – some people do it really well, particularly Australian true crime, Michelle Laurie. Some people can do it with a lot of empathy. Mm-hmm. Trace was another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't go past case file because that's brilliant. Yeah, there's well. some people that do it with a lot of empathy and I think I would do true crime with a lot of empathy, but I just think it would my anxiety would keep me awake at night, just yeah. worried that I was profiting from victims of crime. I can't. I just couldn't do it. I don't know. I used to really like true crime like before it was in podcasts. Like I used to read the books. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, um, but I'm too I'm, soft to heart yeah, now. Motherhood has softened me. Yeah, it's killed <laughs> me. I'm barely here anymore. <laughs> But, you know, I reserve the right to backpedal on that and any opinion uh, if the price is right. Oh, yes, for sure. (laughs) And speaking of the price being right, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. We have a bonus episode from the Christmas Day episode of Neighbours that we analysed. If you want to have a look at that for our to rage and up patrons. And as of next record, I'm going to do I'm going to start live streaming our preamble while we get up, while we get set up before we record. Oh, dear. Oh, God. <laughs> Better put some makeup on next time. <laughs> no, we don't know. People don't care. People don't. Unless people want makeup, they can tell us on the spot. But if you, someone tells me to put on makeup, they can turn off. <laughs> True. Don't tell <laughs> us what our faces should look like. Be like, how, how can you ladies drink so much lemon sugar-free drink? soft drink? Or, or liquid in general. <laughs> so I've just got to hook that up. But if that interests you, Neighbours Pod on Patreon. And I would like to do a little giveaway. CJ purchased some three. magazines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have three copies of the TV week, the 8,000 episode of Neighbours, you know, extravaganza. It's one of those magazines where you flip it around and it's got another magazine at the back right. kind of thing. Yeah. So I've got a question coming up during this episode for you to answer online and then we'll choose winners if you would like that magazine because I know some people don't have access to it. Yeah, that'll be a great time. Now, final item of Neighbours Council business is we have an in memoriam section to do. Kate, who have we lost recently? The original Scott Robinson, Darius Perkins. Very sad. He was too young to die. Oh, both. And the other person I was going to mention is Penny Cook, um, oh, yeah, who played yeah. Ringo's mum. 
also too young. Yes. It's yeah. terrifying. Penny Cook, while she was in a small role in Neighbours, she was really well known in the Australian industry, wasn't she? Yeah. Country practice. She was also in E Street as well. Yeah, so. one of the main players in our TV mm. landscape. And she was loved in country practice. Yes. she was, a, And she played a great character and she did a really good job on yeah. it. Yeah. So Valet to those Neighbours alum, and we don't normally shout that out, but Matt posted about it on the Neighbours Council Facebook group and I just thought, I just thought it might be nice to acknowledge... Yeah, thank them for their work and sorry they're gone. Yeah. Now, let's get back into the shenanigans from Ramsey Street. That's what we do. We do a deep dive into one of the recent episodes. But before we do our deep dive ep, we need to address the exit of one Zan Can, Xanthi Canning. Gone. Left the show. What a massive loss for Neighbours. Mm. She's such a bright spark and all-round delightful character. And Lily Vandermeer, we have met her. She is a joy. Everyone who is interviewed about her says she's a joy. Mm -hmm. She obviously will go on to a great acting career, hopefully. She's got a huge future ahead of her. I noticed she's dyed her hair brown. Maybe that's to prevent Margot Robbie comparisons. Maybe, but it looks fantastic. Of course. (laughs) She looks fantastic, whatever the colour is. And, like, we're all – I mean, one of us has pink hair, but we are all brunettes by birth and – we wear that proudly. So happy to have another recruit over to Team Brunette. Um, it's 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 a special kind of brunette though. She's it's very caramel and mushroomy. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Although I saw a sign yesterday of Melrose blonde, which basically is red. What? <laughs> like a red blonde, but not strawberry blonde. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So maybe this is a a new kind of uh, Lily's got a, a new brown. Now I'm a bit perplexed because it was a very sudden departure, but. Oh, she did the classic. Uh, I've decided I'm going to go and I'm leaving this afternoon. Got to go to Queensland today. Now, they almost didn't do that. They had they set it up. It's this time of year, uni results come out. Mm-hmm. Young 18-year-olds are deciding their future paths in life. A lot of them, not as many move interstate as like in America where you see kids go to college all over the country. Yeah. It happens every now and then, but from... My experience and all my friends' experience, we just stuck to the city we already lived in. And many of us stay at home until we're 30. Yes. So <laughs> a couple of my mates who were living in the country came and lived in dorms in the city at the colleges and a couple of people, like a friend of mine, did a year in Japan and, you know, but most of us didn't go into state for uni. Zancan has elected to go to the only uni that I think accepted her, but she didn't really wait for official placements to come out before she decided on it. The um, Toowoomba Upstairs Medical College. Yes, at at the University of South Queensland, or as CJ calls it. Trump University. Because she paid $300,000 for her spot. I'm sorry, it makes me sick. At 89, which she got, which, by the way, as somebody who couldn't, who's, for somebody who couldn't read two years before that, outstanding. Well done, Zancan. But I just can't, but like, it's just, you shouldn't be able to buy your way into, you shouldn't really be able to buy your way into many courses, but like ones like that, you shouldn't. Ones where you have to save lives. This is, this is where, again, it's another dark day for Erin's High that they didn't have a careers counsellor teacher there to say, pathways, Xanthi, pathways. And what, can you explain that for people that aren't experienced? She could go and do some sort of other, like my, my husband, who's a physio, has quite a few friends who have actually worked as physios for maybe a year or two and then decided they wanted to do medicine. And then you can get into medicine despite not having the marks for it. Yeah, my brother's friend uh, wanted to be a doctor, didn't quite get there, started in a science course uh, interstate and then has moved back down to Geelong mm-hmm. in um, an hour away from Melbourne and he did eventually get into medicine mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So it was a couple of years of different courses, hop, skip and a jump until he got to the one he wanted. Mm. Yeah, there's no reason. It would have been actually quite nice to see Zancan go, well, I'm going to do a science degree. It's, it would have been a great example for the kids that – uh, in the same boat as her and mm. like Yashvi who didn't maybe get marks to any course they wanted to see all right well I'm going to do this instead and then in a couple of years maybe I'll come back to Erin's for a visit and say hey guess but what again, I've got into medicine she's going to drink instead that's her plan but why isn't Yashvi like you know, what's happened to the careers teacher there who's saying oh well you can get into a, um, a TAFE course in sports management or something like that so that's just the thing because I guess when you finish high school, you often don't go back, so you might not go back to get that help. But obviously if... um, Obviously they didn't have the help at all in year 12. Exactly, yeah. And obviously they would have had some inkling that A, Zankan might not have got 99 
that, that I mean, somebody might have been able to figure that she, out. She needed at least 92 or 93. Yeah, I don't from know what, what I, it is. From what I Googled yeah. on, it was hard to Google, but you need at least early 90s. And mm. I guess, I don't know, unless you buy your way into Trump Uni, maybe it's... But I feel like for 300000 you could probably shave up a couple of marks just for a uni here. <laughs> like if it's 94 and you got 89 but you're like, here's a building, <laughs> they might let you in. <sighs> okay, so she had a bit of an unceremonious exit. Here's the thing, they could have planted the seed. They could have said back in November or December, the minute I get an acceptance from Toowoomba because I love Queensland – it's nice there, it's near Ben, whatever. I'm packing my bags and I'm out of here. We could have been hanging on that cliffhanger all summer going, is she going to go, is she not going to go? That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you, Vaya. So they do this because I was thinking because we've got this who's going to die thing at the moment. Yeah. And it seems like every second week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> who's going to die? You know what? I don't know why um, Troutfish, what's his name, Pufferfish, I don't know why he doesn't set up a funeral home. He'll make a mint. Well, Gary's always at a loose end oh, for a new job. Gary. I can really undertaker. see Puffy as an undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a good job for him. He could find new, new ways to use the corpses in machines maybe. And he could uh, investigate. Bio, uh, biofuel. Yeah. <laughs> it, green funeral, uh, green cremations. Mm-hmm. Is it, he could do that with his piss water. Yeah. <laughs> if he oh. pisses on them, it might just turn to acid and they'll just disappear. But I want to ask you girls, do, do they think, because but instead of having a, options for Zancan. She just gets this letter, you've been ex- accepted early for Toowoomba, and then Ben Skypes her from Queensland and says, I've got a mate who's got a nursing home position for you. Oh, my God. And is they that- need you to start tomorrow. Oh, and she's like, oh, I might never get a job like this again. Um, nursing home bottom-wiping jobs are like a dime a dozen. They're not like well-sought-after jobs. Yeah. yeah. And like we've got an aging population. Like yeah. wait a few days and someone else will get older. And it's the January holidays is like I'm sure. In Toowoomba. Yeah. I'm sure well. they could have gone, oh, this lovely plucky young girl wants to come work for us. Let's give her one week to pack her life up. I do some ads from a dentist that would surely have her on <laughs> up in Toowoomba. But why do they do this there? I wanted to ask you guys, do they think it's because we won't be sad if it's drawn out? Is that what they think? Maybe. Because I would still be just as sad if I know it's coming. It is weird. I don't know why they do it. It's a trope. Yeah. I understand that there are contracts negotiations and that there are certain things that are kept confidential until the official press release goes out. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't have it up in the air, especially with uni placements. You can tie it all up nicely. And with the financial strife the Cannings are in, she could have said... Well, the minute I find a job, I'm out of here. The minute I get a placement, I'm out of here. It's just there's a way they could have done it and I'm confused. And instead we get this, she's shuffled out of Ramsey Street on Tuesday. Bye, Pipes. Bye, Ellie. Bye, Yashvi. But she didn't even, like, if you were, if if I was leaving to go down to Anglesey, if I decided in the morning I'm going to Anglesey, I'd be spending the rest of that morning and early afternoon packing to go there. Whereas she was just kind of swanning around and having like coffees with people and, in the backyard. And she packed for about 45 minutes. I can't, yeah, I can't pack for a night away in 45 minutes. To be minutes. fair, it's warm up there. She won't need many clothes. Yeah. And she didn't come down with much. She came down with a pair of wedges and a handbag. I do love um, some of the Queensland viewers are casting shade on it. So Kenny Young, our, our Twitter mate from Queensland saying, he's quoted, have the best time. And he goes, into Toowoomba. Okay, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I think he's the one as well that tweeted, Toowoomba, they should have just killed her off. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, you know, lovely part of the world, but it's it's known for its beautiful gardens. Not a a lot for an 18-year-old to get up to up there. Well, it's probably good. Um, It does feel very Scott and Charlene-ish, doesn't it? Like, you know, Ben's up there being a mechanic. Xanthi's up there trying to, you know, build up her career. Um, Madison Robinson's a... A journalist come lounge singer. So we'll, we'll be seeing their children in, what, 20 years' time? MVP for this little storyline is Sheila. Yeah. That beautiful, teary goodbye. Remember you're a canny. Keep your head high and fight for what's yours and know that your dad and I will always have your back. And you could tell she couldn't hold it in, her emotions. It was beautiful. I welled up during that moment. And you just know that Colette Mann has such an affection for Lily Vandermeer, which we saw when we met them. And I tweeted her saying that she must be gutted she's leaving and she just replied to me with, it was time for her to go. Yeah. I was like, that's so supportive. Yeah. yeah. Well, we wish her all the best. 
we found her first. I I'm, I gloat to everyone that I already knew Margot Robbie was going to be a star before they did. And it's like, because some people at work are like, oh, she just came out of nowhere. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbours are still on. Shrug Alero. <laughs> We are going to deep dive. Oh, hang on, hang on. Gazcan and the saddest bitch in Erinsborough <laughs> are no longer. Woohoo! Oh. I just, just. How about, so while Zancan's in the process of leaving, a thug turns up in the middle of Gazcan and Amy's DM in the backyard and tries to threaten Gary. And then Amy has to like turn around and. Um, she uses her name, the Robinson family yeah, she's name. She's like, my father knows scarier people than you, so back off. <laughs> And you can just see Gary's face just oh, start to light up as this is happening. That was foreplay for him. He got yeah. the horn. But yeah. she was like, I'm done. I'm out. Finally, Amy, ragey Amy in 2019. I want she more was, of you. She was back on it though, but Pufferfish talked her out of it. Wasn't it yeah. Pufferfish? I love it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Is there any other men left for her? Just, I'm happy. I've got some amazing single friends and they have full, wonderful lives. Yeah. And, I mean, that's true. But I just, I feel like... Yeah, I know. Can't we get one of the cop extras to date her? Speaking of cops, someone's on his way back in, isn't he? (laughs) Detective mechanic. Is he a detective? Is he a mechanic? We don't know. So he has a conversation at some point during the week. Um, about whether to return, how he, how can he appeal and return to that? It's one of his resolutions, CJ. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if he wrote it down. This year, I resolve to drink less coffee. I resolve to eat less junk food. I resolve to be more of a policeman. <laughs> and if you don't let me, I'm going to just be it. I don't see how you can come back to being a cop when you've you've broken your professional standards like that and been disgraced. Yeah, I, I agree. However, Toadie brings up to him that there's a few reasons why you can appeal, and one of them is basically that you had post traumatic stress. Okay, yeah, and he, fair. And I feel that that's fair. I think they're more talking about from your police work. <laughs> Not just from bad life choices you've yeah. made. But then he brings up, what about baby Caitlin? And I'm so sick of hearing about baby Caitlin. Mm. Call me hard-hearted, but seriously. Yeah, there's this YouTube family, vlogger family, and they had they, they miscarried at some point in their childbearing journey. They've had four kids now, but they call it baby squid. People that know YouTube families will know exactly who I'm talking about. And they the, the dad tattooed it on its arm. They put it in like merchandise. They put a little squid icon. And every time they can mention it in a YouTube title, they will. It's the most disgustingly clickbaity scenario. Oh. And it makes me sick. And I think Mark's going down that line. I, however... <laughs> Have not had enough. Um, that's the thing. The first thing that he did wrong was with Sonia. Well, not the first thing he did wrong, but in this collection that got mm. him fired. Yeah. So he got Sonia off, who was the mother of his child that he just lost. Yeah. And he destroyed evidence. Yes. I start the shoes. Was it shoes? Well, espadrilles. Yeah. That's, the wedges. They burnt them on the barbecue. Um, but Shoebicue is the episode of Neighbours that covered that one. And Tony says, but you did that because of post-traumatic stress and detective mechanic is like no way i'm not bringing up caitlin it's the worst thing in the world to do and it's like really though because that's exactly what happened you lost a child and one of your reactions was this and if that's a reason for him to get his job back i think that's great yeah still it's still this is the prick who arrested his bride on their wedding day Mm. yeah no one cares dick meg and i'm sorry he's just got such a great instagram profile i can't move fast actually i'm going to talk later about how i'm coming back onto his side i think because there's so many other dead shits around lately Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you compare him and gazcam like what what do we want Kate, okay. looked, Kate just looked at me like she was going to kill me, Daggers. No, no, I'm just <laughs> the, the thought of like, how did you describe Gazcan's face earlier? Gazcan, it's too mean. He lives around like Horner from here. Well, then I better watch myself. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get his heavies and he'll get his bag of apples to pelt at you. <laughs> Over at the book mm. exchange. Okay, there's a gunshot. Friday the 11th of Jan 2019. Earlier that day. Yeah, we flash back. I missed the gunshot. I just saw that earlier this that day and it was just a view of the outside of the waterhole and I was like, yep, waterhole's still there. It yep. was fairly mild. In fact, in my area, I often hear the illegal fireworks that don't sound dissimilar to that. I thought it was quite a good nod to the true crime aesthetic, that little shot and that scene to build up the whole episode. I liked it. We come down to the storyline I've been skipping. 
I called skip on this one and I have been skipping like there's no tomorrow. So to you, we're like, why are there thugs? <laughs> no, I already knew because we covered it off in our brief signposting of it. It's Leo and the Renshaws, the crime family that have come back to make his life hell. So Delaney's sad because she doesn't want her dad to come back and basically ruin her fairy tale. I think that's that's more the thing. But also her dad wants her to join the family business and become, I don't know, some sort of mole. mole. He wants her to run a bar so that they can traffic well, drugs through How it. bloody terrible that he wants his daughter to run a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drugs bar that's the issue, I think. Is that like the, the diamonds and the, the coffee beans? Yeah. But I don't know. The way she talks about it is like, well, he wants me to go in work at the family brothel or something. I did, it did yeah. seem like he wanted her to go and knock people out. Mm, mm, something terrible. Hang on. Talking about family brothels, when – sorry, complete sidebar. When Chloe told Ma Brown – Brown? Brown? That um, – that she was basically prostituting herself to pay back her debts. Ma Brennan did not turn a hair at that. She was like, "Oh, well, let's just keep moving. Let's, do, yeah." I went on the cruise. Clearly, owed me money. the money. Chloe yeah. must have done some shit in her late teens, early twenties, because Ma Brennan has seen it all with Chloe. She's heard it all before. It's like, ah, oh, what's Chloe done today? Oh, Ma Brennan! Imagine if your child told you that they'd sold their body just so they could pay back a debt that you've now spent on your, your useless jailbird son <laughs> in Thailand. No wonder she hasn't been feeling great. Well, you needed to pay it back, didn't you? <sighs> Consequences for the Brennans. <laughs> I would have Brennan family drama all day, every day. I am not sick of Brennan family dramas. In <gasps> fact, I think she said. Oh, so you're going away with him? Like, oh, that's nice. You found yourself a, a partner. Well done. Yeah. I think oh, that's all would, um, the Bachelor, Bachelor Tim. Yeah, I think that that was like where she went to with it. Oh, he paid you. That's fine. But now you're going on holidays. She has come back in her bedazzled cardigans, which I always appreciate. And they're going to get her tested for Huntington's in a beautifully emotional scene with mm. Chloe. She confided in her mum about the illness and. Ma Brennan's NQR at the moment, isn't she? She's, yeah, it's definitely something going on. When I was tweeting about Chloe's um, prostitution, Kate Kareen on Twitter tweeted back at me, well, she was Randy Goodlove in a former life. And I was like, oh, this is where my prisoner knowledge comes in. Randy Goodlove was on prisoner and guess why she was in prison? Because of her good love? Yes, exactly. Mm. But who's Randy Goodlove? Zoe Bertram. Ma- yes, Ma- yes. Ma- and Ma- I, I hadn't made the connection. She was very glamorous back then. She was like a high-class prostitute. Lovely. In prisoner. There you go. And that's why she's not phased. Maybe that's where she and learned to bedazzle, bedazzle. A great episode, if anyone has access to the AB- ABC iView, you can't ask that. There's a fantastic episode with sex workers where they talk about all the taboos of their line of work. That's a good and one, yeah. maybe Ma Brennan has seen that and there's no stigma attached to Sex work and she respects it. Everyone, look up Randy Goodlove, Randy with an eye. We'll tweet it out as well. Since we're here with the Brennans, Chloe's bailing on her brother's wedding to go hike the Inca Trail, but really it's to conceal her love for the bride, which is Ellie. And hashtag Chelly is going off chop at the moment. Can I ask everyone's opinion on that? Not on the love, just on her inability to, um, how she needs space away from her and etc like look it's been a long time since i've loved someone that doesn't love me back but you know or dated (laughs) or anything i feel like i just want to tell her to grow up a bit yeah yeah i see that's why i was team um crazy liz because liz Liz shut it down yeah i'm all for it in fact i've got no problems with chloe hanging around and trying to get it pash to get it out of her system Mm. i feel a lot of the unrequited love in my life that stuck around is because we never consummated it even in terms of a kiss you know Mm -hmm. i feel Mm -hmm. like anyone who i got that off my chest with did not linger around in my psyche yeah but i think she needs some kind of full stop on this i mean she did kiss but it wasn't really it was a peck i don't know i just feel like at her age she's we've discussed it maybe she's in like her mid-20s no, she's 30, isn't yeah. she? Oh, 30, okay. I, I think every time we have the conversation I say that. Anyway, um, but I feel like at her age when you like when you have feelings for someone and like you said, maybe something happens but you decide it's your brother's fiancé, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I feel like you can move on. Like you, mm. you, don't, you don't say, oh, but I, oh, this is too much, I can't cope with In it. In fact, you know it's, what I mean? pro- it's probably healing for you to stay and watch the ceremony. 
You yeah. go, well, this and is a bit... twist the knife. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bit difficult, but you know what's mm. going to help me get closure? Watching them get married. <laughs> and then imagining my brother having sex. <laughs> so there's a lovely conversation with Ma Brennan and Mark, actually. I think he does really well when mum's in town because she's like, don't... Well, he's the favourite. Well, so she, she connects you, with him. Can you blame her, though? <laughs> she's like, you're really hurt by the fact that she's going away. And he's like, yeah, I really want the family all there. How are they going to explain how Tyler doesn't show up, though? I'm pretty sure he'll just get early onset Huntington's and die. Oh, hopefully he's just in a Thai prison somewhere. <laughs> Good luck getting out of that one, mate. Oh, the black sheep's done it again. <laughs> Put himself in the slammer. What, what a great era for Ellie this is, though. There's actually two people who passionately want her. As opposed Ooh, yeah. to zero people. And mm. one of them's a pretty great prospect. Mm. I like all conversations of what would you do if you loved someone and they didn't love you back? And I'm thinking, rewind a year ago when she, when Paige and Mark got back together yeah. under her hands <laughs> when he did not love her mm. back. <laughs> now they're getting married. So we've got to hit back to, see, you guys don't even like talking about it. The Renshaws. Nobody likes talking about it. Because it's, okay, firstly, I want to r- remind myself that we already met. Ella Newton, who plays Delaney in our sister podcast, Buddy Watch, when we were talking about playing for keeps, CJ. Mm. And she played, on the very last episode, Madeline West's daughter. Yep. And you guys have got some sort of Rain Man style like memory because I I watched that and I didn't recognise her at all. She's a bit of a chameleon. She, I've also remembered I'd saw, seen her in a show called Newton's Law. She's also been on Harrow, which I didn't watch, but she's getting oh, around. I've watching that. I, I haven't seen her. On she's it yet. doing the rounds of TV drama, and she's clearly getting her chops up because I she's blending in wherever she goes. I don't pick her out. She, yeah, she's a chameleon. I love that her dad. We'll talk about her dad in a second, but he comes in and calls her Bunny Rabbit. Paul Robinson. He's just some guy. You don't really. You don't know him. No, I don't know him, but I know his son. Leo Tanaka. You see, I've got eyes and ears everywhere, Bunny Rabbit. You should know that. And I thought it was the (laughs) perfect nickname for this 20-year-old that just wants to be loved and not be a crime lady. I loved the casting of the father and the the other baddie because normally when they go for father of a 20-year-old, they go, like, old. Yeah. And this guy looks like he would have had a child at the age that she is you know, he looked a bit like a rocker. Like he a, did, yeah. A, um, what's that word, Kate? You might know. Not a chiselled old rocker. A, a gnarled. <laughs> yeah, a weathered. Yeah, weathered. Weathered old yeah. rock star. He looks like he made mistakes in his youth. No, you know that. what he looks like. Someone said this on Twitter. Um, he said he looks like <laughs> the guy from the WorkSafe poster. Is he that guy? <laughs> I think he is. He could well be. Let's, okay, what's his name? Raymond Renshaw. Um, oh, sorry, I just swallowed really loudly. Was it? Oh, the neighbours. Oh, my hashtag. God, I swallowed loudly. That means I might have Huntington's disease. <laughs> Frank McGree. Yeah, go to his agent's website and I see what he's done. I reckon that um, ad had a TV ad too, which might make it mean it. Apparently he was in Romper Stomper as well. Oh, oh of course, of course. Classic. Um, oh, my God, it could be him. Should, should... Well, it's you know, it's a very small acting pool in Melbourne. I reckon it is. Yeah. Can we tweet him? I've stared at his face in so many workplace kitchens. Yeah, (laughs) just sitting there thinking, I don't want this job. Why am I here? I should break my arm. Exactly. (laughs) Could I I ruin my elbow just like him to get out of this boring uh, meeting I'm going to next? (laughs) Uh, Stupid meeting about whatever, unpacking things. Basically, um, the Renshaws, fresh out of prison prison in New South Wales, I believe, they've come straight down to Victoria, which 100% would not happen. They've got a gun. Each. Each. Okay. It's, it's, I think they're brothers. I think it's, so yeah, it's they're brothers. Raymond Renshaw and his brother Ivan. Great yeah. crim name. Yeah. And they're sexy bad oh. guys that probably drove a motorcycle down. See, because initially I was thinking, oh, it's, it's a little bit Carl Williams-esque because yeah. he's got the daughter Delaney. Yeah. But now they've got Ivan in. I'm thinking, oh, shit, man. It's like the Malat family. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird <laughs> hybrid of a white bread Bogan family and a serial killer migrant family. It's strange, but yeah, second generation maybe. Yeah, I thought gunman, who was the brother, the original gunman, um, was very sexy. Here's the thing: these two men. At what point did they go? We can either be models or we can turn to a life of crime. Which is going to be more lucrative? Must have been in the family for a long time, I think. Yeah, yeah. they are very telegenic and photogenic. Yeah, and lovely. Well, I mean, they did a couple of work safe ads, <laughs> and then then they opened up a chop shop. I guess I don't know. Um, so they've come down immediately. They're in the hotel room. 
they already know what's going to happen, um, but they kind of make Delaney feel like the things that she say, says in this room will determine what will happen. But Uncle runs off, runs down. They found out that she was in love with Leo, which I thought was weird. They knew was Paul Robinson's son. And I'm like, well, Leo yeah, didn't know that. That's the thing. Yeah. No, he didn't know that when he moved down. No. I, don't, I still don't think he's Paul Robinson's son. So, oh, I think 100% he is now. <laughs> um, so, Dad, Papa Delaney, says to his brother, no witnesses. Yeah. Go and take him out in a place with no witnesses. And Sally, friend of the pod, magenta underscore galaxy on Twitter, said, so criminal one told criminal two to shoot Leo somewhere where he won't be seen. And after being all, okay, cool, I'm on it, criminal two chose the middle of a busy pub for the scene of the crime. It was a business networking event. (laughs) People were in blazers. This guy's been, you know, there's a reason why he was in prison. It's not because he was a bloody criminal mastermind. Did it no. remind you guys of Making a Murderer? Because you know that one of the theories that Stephen Avery like got released from prison and then that day or the next day killed another lady and then got recharged and put back in prison. And a lot of the arguments against that are like, why would you on your first day of freedom go, ah, really missed crime and... <laughs> I mean, some people do it because they can't be on the outside, but that's not these guys. <laughs> these guys are happen, having a great time. They're just idiots. You know that, you know, 101 stupid things you can do to die. Like, they're <laughs> those kind of guys. <laughs> so he runs down to the business networking group, which I, you know, Therese's obviously put on and she's she's quite impressed with herself. Yeah. And it was beautifully shot. Must have been Scott Major. <laughs> I have insight into Monday's episode too. I found out is going to be directed by Kate Kendall. So these are some big, big eps coming. Okay. All right. I just got chills when you said that, by the way. He, he's sitting there listening. Leo is desperate to tell Therese, actually, I've changed my mind. I want to let you know that I love you, not Delaney. Ugh, speaking of people that have no chemistry, use Gaz, your, Ken and Amy. Use your, use your actions, not your words, Leo. Like just... Especially yeah. when she's in the middle of planning her networking brunch or whatever it is. Like, just wait till she's knocked off for the day. She's like, get the goodie bags, put them on the tables and then get out of here. Like, just, I'm over you. So he tries multiple times to speak to her and then eventually tries to speak to her out the back. He's walking from the back room and the gunman in a slow-mo thing, shoot, bang, pa, and Therese jumps in front of the bullet. She bodyguards herself. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Bodyguards herself for Leo Tanaka. You never know. She might she would have to have an industrial strength bra on. That it would be able to deflect any sort of bullet. Mm-hmm. Which is probably maybe that's why she took the risk. She thought, oh, I can I can take this. I can take a bullet. The girls can take a bullet. Come at me. Would you girls bodyguard it for your little bit of fluff that you're seeing? My little ex bit of fluff. No. No. Nah. No. I'm way too selfish. <laughs> A child, sure. Yeah, a child. Yeah, a helpless, innocent child. Yeah. But not a virile my, young man. My child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe, anyone. maybe a friend's kid. A yeah. Ne- yeah, yeah. Someone, someone I love child. What about my kids? You yeah. wouldn't do it for my kids? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay. I, I would love. do it for yours. I would yeah. bodyguard it. But not it. a stranger in the pubs. For the neighbours. Unfortunately. 100% I would bodyguard it for the neighbours. Plus they're all very small. No, not, pl- not for Paul Robinson's <laughs> yeah, them. I could shield them all with my <laughs> ample bosom. Totally. Look, I, look, I probably to, – to someone you love, friend, family mm. member, whatever, maybe, yeah. In, in all of those categories. But someone who's recently hurt you, I don't know. Someone you swiped left on? Is it left the good one? Or the I, I don't know. Somebody you, you didn't swipe for? Yeah. <laughs> no, to rage. Where is your head at? But you know, you know the stupidest thing about this whole thing? The gunman runs out the door. The patrons run out after him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want to go to the place where the gunman is. And Daddy's still back at his um, room. Oh, pa- Del- Papa Renshaw. Papa yeah. Renshaw still back with Delaney. Surely at some stage people are going to go, hmm, pretty sure this site's cursed because, you know, the hotel collapsed. There's mm-hmm. been a million fires there. That guy turned up ass up in the spa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but not no, but just Lass- the pub. Oh, just Lassiter's. Yeah. Because you were there once when it burnt down. Yeah. You know, there's a pub I walk past basically every day that was part of the gangland um you know, killings and a man was murdered there. I still like, I walk past for a, for a fraction of a second in my head. I think about that happening. That would, if 
how how would anyone ever go back to bloody Lassiter's again? The price must be right on those pot and palmer meals, I tell oh, you what. They must be good too. <laughs> Sheila, that's where her strength is in this town. Yeah. She she pours a good frothy. I she, she does. Crumbs a good schnitz. The Waterhole is a destination for the whole family. Friendly staff, delicious chef-prepared nachos and fun for everyone with our dartboard, multi-generational speed dating nights and medically certified house band The Right Prescription. Want to blend into the background? Enjoy a mimed conversation in our vertical garden courtyard. Book now for your next event and there probably won't be an explosion, but just in case, we reserve the right to retain your deposit. The Waterhole. It's not a hole anymore. From now until the end of the year, the Waterhole's having a flash sale. 70% off your next event. Just mention the code word, it's probably just a car backfiring when you're booking. If you'd like us to send you a copy of TV Week's Neighbours 8000th episode special edition, just answer this question. So Paul offers Delaney Renshaw a chance to work at any Lassiter's in the world. In the world. Any hotel anywhere in the world. <laughs> London, Dubai, New York, wherever. Tell us which Lassiter's you would go to and why. Comment at Neighbours Pod on Twitter, in our Facebook group, The Neighbours Council, or send me an email, neighbourspod at gmail.com. Which Lassiter's would you want to work at and why? Going back to, to Sheila for a moment, in the, the sh- Zancan leaving, how about how B came in in the middle of the goodbye to, like, tear Sheila a new ass for being grumpy? You know what? No, this is inappropriate, B. Just suck it up. This I is actually an emotional it- family gathering. I agree in the place, but I thought that was excellent for a young person to stand up like that. It's very yeah. difficult for a young woman to assert her um, her rights and as artists, an employee. Yeah, and artists so often get um, put down and put off by behaviour like that. Especially, yeah, artists who don't earn much of a living, even though she's only, she's a mechanic, but she just decided she wanted to be an artist, singer, busker. And by the way, the sexual tension between her and um, Ned is not existent. Uh, no, when after the gig, it was quite existent. <laughs> well, it was written to be existent. I know, but I liked it. But I don't, I'm not vibing on it. Maybe because I still see. Maybe because she's not you. No, it's because <laughs> she seems like his little sister in law, because yeah. that's what she was. Sheila was cranky because her granddaughter was leaving town and B was just like, you were rude to me when I was doing a gig. And she was like, yeah, I guess I've got a lot on my mind. And B's like, well, next time can you not be rude to me? Well, okay, how about you, you go fuck yourself because there won't be a next time. That's what I'd be saying to her. That's totally – that behaviour, what she did is totally the actions of someone who's seeing a psychologist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I get anxious if things are unsaid, so I say them. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just like – if somebody doesn't treat me correctly, I'm no longer going to let it pass. I'm going to tell them, no, you can't tell me what to wear, what, kind sir that I live with. What Ned should have done, <laughs> Ned should have done like, I hear you, sweetie, right now I hear you, but uh, this is not the time. Let's, uh, I found you saucy uh, after the gig. Let's go get it on. Like, we can do more yeah. saucy. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go crack open that blue box. <laughs> oh, crusty. One um, fun script moment was when, Leo's professing his love to Tarage in the middle of her very important business event and he said, I had to go out with Delaney and break up with you because she was blackmailing me and she said, well, who put a gun to your head? And then cue gunman. All this Delaney stuff, I didn't have a choice. Oh, what, did somebody hold a gun to your head? In the yeah. corner. He's yeah. like, he was like appreciating the poetic licence. He's like, oh, here's my time. Me. It's me. <laughs> that's my cue. Crazy Uncle Ivan. <laughs> Uncle Ivan letting the side down. Can we discuss our, our second passion here, which is names? Of, how, of course how, we can. How weird is it there's a sib set with Raymond and Ivan in it? Sib set for the uninitiated is sibling set. Ivan and Raymond, that's why we, I think maybe there was... I mean, Ray Romano was Italian and he, he was Raymond, I guess. So you reckon Raymond's brothers would be like Peter and Paul or something like that? Actually, Barry's a top-notch brother for Raymond. Unless it's some translation. So every now and then if you've got a really ethnic name or European name, it gets a bit anglicised yeah. and watered down. Yanni to John. Yeah. So maybe he is like. But they kind of, they totally could be like Renix that, that changed their names yeah. um, because there was a, you know. But still, Raymond and Ivan, weird. Yeah. Ivan could have had a different mother. They've got the same yeah. last name, yeah. right? Maybe, yep. 
But I'm sick of the half-sibling trope on Neighbours. Love it as a half-sibling myself. Love to see us represented. But they just lean on it as a crutch now. Every mm. second person is a half-sibling. Mm. I feel like they were definitely related oh, though. maybe one <laughs> of them married in. Oh, yeah. yeah, that happens in crime families. Yeah, cra- crazy uncle Ivan married Auntie Sue. Yeah, Auntie Sue. God rest her soul. Yeah, maybe it's like Radislav Renshaw or something. Do you really think that Uncle Ivan goes to kill a guy just because somebody liked it? Did they know, they knew that he was the dobber at this point? And he couldn't wait five minutes for that guy to leave the event. And wouldn't they get like another thug to do it? Wouldn't you do it at night? When he's walking home? They really need to just go back to bar management. Yeah. yeah. Go back to their bread and butter, drugs and bars. It sounded mm. like a pretty good bar he was going to set up. Like mm. multi-level. Question on the stuff. Delaney seemed to know Ellie. Yeah, yeah, because uh, remember Ellie's from Sydney and she knew Leo when she, he came in. She and Leo, Leo she were mates. Did, did she? she used to, yeah, she used to get on the pingers. Like, yeah, at, I was going to say, bar. on the pingers. Yeah. Probably bought them from the Renshaws. Yeah. That's what I was thinking because I, I wasn't sure whether she actually knew Leo or just befriended him. She did. No, they, they were mates in the bar scene, okay. club scene. Okay, that makes sense. But definitely when she knew her, I thought, yeah, definitely she was on heaps of pingers. It's one of the pieces of continuity I really appreciate whenever they bring Ellie's Sydney nightlife back in yeah. to the mix. Um, why aren't they dating and leading their best lives together yes uh, mm. perfect why aren't they because they have to like blandify every interesting character and they have to in. force love triangles between a father and a son spew Ooh. imagine the shoe shopping those two are doing together <laughs> and the hair appointments oh and they come home after both and they'd see it the same salon yeah. sure like um whatever is i G- love his hair does gino still run a good hair day yeah Oh, which reminds me, our friend Sammy, who was on a couple episodes ago, um, she's looking for a good pun-based hairdressing salon name. And now I don't think she specified pun, but I think we're running with pun anyway. (laughs) There's a split ends around the corner from me. At Sammy No Pants is her username. I have pitched a good hair day to fly the Lynn Scully flag, but she did not seem keen on that one. Anyway. This is where we are. The gunshot's gone off. Everyone rushes to to Teresa's aid. We don't know if she's going to live or die, except we do know because she's been in all the publicity shoots for the new season. So Mm. way to sell a cliffhanger, guys. Although a lot of people thought she was going to die online. There was a lot of convo about that. Just follow Rel Maloglu on Instagram and you'll see she's in all the publicity shoots. And if you go to Lily's, you'll see she wasn't. So that's a great hot tip. Yeah, why didn't they kill Lily? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it is, it is actually a perfect – they do want a cliffhanger and there's someone's contract that expires. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I don't know why. Because if she does – It'd be, be too much of a downer. Her stepmom for a bit, sort of. And so if Lily was being shot at, maybe Therese would have jumped in front of the bullet still. I like it. So they could have both copped a bullet. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they want to leave the door open. I still think that the door's open for Emmy to come back. The come door's back. open for Madeline West who died 10 years ago. <laughs> So that thing doesn't have hinges. We are now at citizen or citizen of this week, gals. Let's have a think. First citizen or citizen for the new year. Uh, mine citizen goes to Ma Brennan. Oh, coming in, telling Chloe what she needs to do about the wedding, telling Mark what needs to happen with the wedding. Mind your own business, part-time mum. Weddings bring out the worst in family mm. members, though. But also, it did give us the opportunity to hear the line of the century is... Mark's weddings are once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> How's your memory? The Huntington's is really getting to you, Mark. And he goes, "Oh no, but she's the one." He, you could tell he wanted to go this time. This time, yeah. But, but and then later on, Chloe makes some line about, "Well, if you don't stuff this one up, yeah, perfect." Zing. But Ma did. Brennan didn't come down for that first wedding, so no. nobody did. So Mark, shut up, Mum. <laughs> Mark's well within his rights to go. Well, none of you assholes were here for my last couple of weddings so yeah. i'd like a few people to stick around mm. for this one mom you didn't even come when i lost my daughter <laughs> nobody my... turned up to like take my things when i died or that what what was she a barossa um sophisticated yeah so she you know like she's here for a wedding for a good time you okay. know she wants to come down for that and she knows ellie will put on a really classy yeah one. she does be, she's the... not coming back for the backyard wedding that Paige put on a, a no. dime actually no no She's not here for Ellie's classy wedding because that's questionable. She's here because she knows Chloe will put on a classy wedding. Hmm. It's got to be at a winery. If it's not at a winery, I quit. CJ. Um, Leo. Citizen. Yep. What? Just just bringing all these people into the world. It is entirely his fault. Yeah. And for not, you know, the minute Delaney came, 
and this drama came, he should have said, Delaney, I love you. Let's move to Ballarat. And they should have gone. And he should have said, you go first. Yep. I'll meet you. Set up the house. Yeah, I'll meet you. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when it's ready for me. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, change his name, move to another place, whatever. But he shouldn't shouldn't have let this whole thing into his world. It wasn't fair. And it was not fair on Piper and she, like, the, the look in Piper's face in the bar. I'm so sick of her detective work though. Get that girl a job or a hobby. Yeah, she needs something. She did mention um, the other week that tertiary education was not for her. What? But what about her social media degree up on the Gold Coast? Yeah, because Xanthi says, come on, why don't you go and do the course that you got into that's in Queensland? We could go together. And she said, I just don't think tertiary education is for me. I looked up the commute time between Toowoomba and the Gold Coast and it was something like two hours. And I think they, they can't be roomies. But it is only about an hour. Probably, I think it's actually like 40 minutes for her to get to Ben. So... That's wonderful. I mean, I don't know why she didn't get into Oki University. That would have been better. Because <laughs> I, U- I don't think USQ has an Oki campus. I'm going to say citizen of the week to Uncle Renshaw. Crazy Uncle Ivan. For being the worst crimer I have ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to do something right. You've got to do it yourself, Papa Renshaw. So hopefully by the next episode we still have Therese. I mean, otherwise... I just don't think 10 Peach is shelling out for publicity shots for people that don't need to be there. Someone will yeah. have to get the erase tool going. Speaking of which, Kate's already mocked up a side-by-side of uh, Papa Renshaw and the WorkSafe man. So they're the, they're the same person. Can we, can we tweet him, Kate? Yeah, tweet to him directly. Okay. And it will be <laughs> on... I love how you can make um, a collage in four seconds flat that looks beautiful, by the way. But tweeting the guys one step too far. <laughs> it's like, what was his name? We are on Neighbours Pod and look up the Neighbours Council. That's our Facebook group for more intimate conversations. Twitter, Neighbours Pod, and I'm Vaya Pashos on Twitter. And I'm also Vays on Instagram. I've started to do a bit more Insta mm-hmm. story situation. I'm trying to be like yeah. Millsy, V A Y S. I've been watching your story. Thanks. I am CJ the Hot Mess Mum at Instagram mainly. And, and Kate. I'm at Remude. She's busy tweeting the WorkSafe guy. <laughs> I can't tweet him, but I'm just finding more and more photos of him. It's uh, him. Yeah. It's him. Look yeah. at him in Romper Stomper, guys. He's Bloody got... hell. Oh, Jesus. That's, he should have stuck with this for the old Papa Renshaw role. Right? Um, Look at that cheekbone situation. It's an attractive chap. What's it called when an actor like lives the life? Method. Yeah. The, in Romper Stomper, <laughs> his method. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.